We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Uh, what a beautiful day God's given us, and we're just so glad to be here and glad to see each one that's come this way. And uh, it's good to be back in the church house. Uh, for a number of weeks, we weren't able to have service because of the coronavirus. We had live stream, but we didn't have people in house. And so it just blesses my heart. And we had a good Sunday school this morning, enjoyed that. And we enjoyed just watching people come in and uh, getting to meet some people we hadn't met before and uh, see friends that we hadn't seen for a while. And uh, we're just so thrilled to be here. And uh, another special thing about today, we're going to have baptizing. Uh, we have a number of folks to baptize, and uh, today I believe we're going to have four that get baptized, and there'll be some others that uh, the schedule didn't work out for them, and so we'll have to schedule that for a later time. But we thank God for baptizing and what it means and what it's about. And so we want to say to everybody that's here this morning, welcome to this service and welcome to the baptizing. Now, have a passage of Scripture I'd like to read, uh, and then we'll have prayer, and then we'll turn over to the choir to sing some, and then uh, I'll get up and give some more uh, information and give directions about the baptizing. I will explain this. You know, normally uh, we have the baptismal candidates get or get uh, ready, make preparation, these preparation rooms that we've got on each side of the baptistry. But because of the coronavirus and need to social distance and be safe, uh, we prepared four rooms back there. We have four people getting baptized, and so we, we prepared a separate room for them back there. And so after they get baptized, they'll go back there and uh, uh, get their dry clothes on and everything. And so it'll uh, be a little bit unhandy, but I think it'll be a little safer. And so we're, you know, trying to take care of people and trying to do things the best we can for them. And, uh, but right now I want to read the Scripture. It's in the book of Matthew. It's in chapter 3. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, think about this. He was preaching repentance, and they came out, and they confessed their sins. They believed in the Lord. Uh, they, had, uh, they had a change take place in them uh, in order to get baptized. This wasn't just an initiation. This wasn't just something that you did to, to join a club. Uh, this was following in the footsteps of Jesus. See, Jesus was the Son of God. He came, nothing wrong with him in any way. He was perfect. But he got baptized, and he gave us a pattern to follow. And so when we get saved, uh, then it's important for us to get baptized, join the church, live for the Lord. And so let's go on and see what happened here. Uh, they came out in verse uh, 6, said, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Now listen to this. But when, when he saw many of the Sadducees and Pharisees uh, come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance. If you've got a testimony uh, that God has changed your life, that you've trusted Jesus, that you've got saved, I put it in my words, then I'll baptize you. But this is not just something to join the club. Uh, John the Baptist made it really clear, and, and so we've got this scripture here. Now listen to this. I want to read it again. Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, we have Abraham to our father. That's not enough to say, well, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, they were all good Christians, so I'm just going to join up. That's not it. you got to be born again. 
And so he went on and said, Think not to say with your, any of yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you, That God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every one which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Listen to this, and then I'll, I'll have prayer. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. So praise God. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you for the beautiful day. Thank you for the good crowd, good spirit, good Sunday school. God, thank you for having the choir back in the choir. God, uh, bless this service. God, we pray today for your help and your blessing and the movement and the power of your Holy Spirit. God, uh, bless this baptizing and God speak to people's hearts. Lord, we ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead, brother.
Brother Terry. Thank you, brother. Page 76 in the church hymn. Boy, I appreciate that singing. And uh, I think I'll just go ahead and release the choir, let you come on down. And uh, appreciate that singing already. I'm glad to be here. Glad for what I can feel in my soul. And uh, I'll tell you how I want to do the baptizing. Uh, uh, we're going to ask uh, uh, Sister Kristen uh, to come over on this side. And uh, we're going to baptize uh, her first. And then uh, after we baptize her, and uh, we'll let her come out. And of course, got, like I say, got to go back through that way to one of the Sunday school rooms we have prepared to, uh, to get uh, uh, the dry clothes on and after we baptize her when she starts back then brother brennan we'll ask you we'll tell you and you come in over on that side and then we'll take you up baptize you and then after we baptize you and you've come back uh then brother lamar we're going to ask you to come back and we're going to ask chrissy to come back husband and wife and so we'll have you on this side and have her on that side over there that way from the platform up there you can each watch and see each other get baptized. You have the best spot of all. And then uh, uh, once we get both of those baptized, then you can go back and uh, get your clothes changed. And so I want you to, want you to really pray and uh, praise God. And uh, uh, we'll just get Brother Taylor to uh, lead another congregational song from up here while we uh, get back and just take a few seconds to get ready. Pray for us.
appreciate that singing. I told Kristen, I, God laid on my heart, I said, I'm so proud of you. Proud she followed the Lord and trusted him as the Savior of her soul. And I felt heaven move, and she began to weep. And, and I said, I'm so thankful and proud that the, your folks has come to see you get baptized. Well, this, let me tell you a little bit about baptizing. It represents death, burial, and resurrection. That's why baptism is by immersion. That's what baptism means, to be immersed. Well, what's death, burial, and resurrection? What's that got to do with anything? Well, uh, once I was a poor lost sinner, I was on my way to hell when I trusted Jesus. He saved my soul. I died. I died out to sin. Uh, that old man was buried, and he raised me up, a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's the same thing happened to Christians. That's why we're rejoicing today. So really pray. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, upon the profession of her faith in him, we baptize this, our sister, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Give me just a minute. Look out this way. Usually our pattern is when somebody gets baptized, and if we've got more than one, we line up across the front and we shake hands with them. But with coronavirus, we've been kind of staying away from shaking hands. But here's what I want to do. Uh, right now, we'll do this with each one that comes and gets baptized. Right now, I'd like for you to applause for Christmas. Praise God. So we'll let Kristen go out. And Brennan, we'll let you come on up this way. Thank you. Likewise, what I said to Chris, and I'll say this with Brennan, I thank God for it. Well, I was just thinking about that service when you come down. There weren't many people here that day. We were doing a live stream service, and I invited him to come. He came, and boy, heaven moved, and God saved his soul. We've had folks get saved in the live stream services that were not even here. They were at home. And those that got saved that were here, like Brennan did, uh, praise God. It doesn't take a whole big crowd to get saved. Uh, you don't even have to be in the church house to get saved. But we got a soul-saving God. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to do it. And Brennan, I'm proud of you too, brother. I praise God. They really pray while we baptize Brennan. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this, our brother, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank the Lord for you, brother. Now, let's, let's applaud for Brennan. Amen. Praise the Lord, brother. Chance to get out when he gets headed back that way. Uh, Lamar and Chrissy can. Yeah. Get you a towel going down there, buddy. There's towels on the wall down there.
Well, I appreciate everybody being here today, and I appreciate what I can feel. I feel heaven in my soul. All right, Mar and Chrissy. Mar, you come up over on this side, and Chrissy come around over on this side. That's great. Keep praying, folks. Well, I thank God for what he's doing and how he's doing it. God's able. Sometimes when circumstances uh, causes our pattern to shift a little bit, it concerns us and we think about it, but God's still handling things. He's still in control. And I praise God for it. Just told us handling. Come on down here. We'll do you first, and that way the mark and watching. Once we get you baptized, and uh, you can go back up on the ledge, or you can stand and watch while we baptize the mark. Wait, okay. And uh, yeah, turn around back that way. Thank the Lord for you. Yes. I'm proud of you and the mark. Well, I remember that service not too many weeks ago when you and him come, and I appreciate you. I thank God for you. I just, I'm glad of God's saving grace. Step up this way just a little bit. Thank the Lord. Proud of you folks. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, upon the profession of your faith in him, we baptize this our sister in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Appreciate it. Come right up here. saving but something's going on when when God's speaking to people and talking to them and convicting their hearts God uses a church to do that 
And so I'm glad when Lamar got saved, there was people praying for him. When I got saved, there was people praying for me. And I'll tell you what, if you're here and lost, there's people praying for you this morning. So pray while we baptize. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, upon the profession of his faith in him, we baptize this our brother, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now, we've clapped for each one of them individually. Let's clap one more time for all of them. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank God. We'll turn back over to Taylor to lead the congregation while we get ready.
appreciate the baptizing this morning and I appreciate everybody cheer and I appreciate especially all the visitors that's come 
It just uh, it just makes it extra special when visitors come, and I, it means I know it means a lot to the folks getting baptized, but it means a lot to me and means a lot to the whole church. And so we're thrilled to be here this morning. Glad that uh, God's spirits moved like it has, and there's such a freedom here. And uh, let's just all let's stand for just a moment. And uh, everybody's got an unspoken prayer request. Might raise it with your hand. If you got a prayer request on your heart, something that you'd like to make known, some something that uh, God's put on your heart that you want to say, pray for this. Feel that freedom. Go ahead and do that. Well, I have this one, and we make this often. I or someone does. Let's pray for God's convicting spirit to speak to people's hearts this morning. Let's pray for the lost. Uh, I remember when I was lost, I didn't quite realize it at the time, but there were people praying for me. And uh, it helped me, and God reached me and spoke to my heart. And uh, eventually I got saved. And so let's pray for the lost this morning. Any other requests? Okay. Okay. I'll repeat that in case you didn't hear. Brother Bill said a good friend Joe Taylor called. He lives up around Crestline, and he asked prayer for his uh, uh, brother Clifford Taylor. Lives down around Cincinnati. He's pretty bad sick, so really pray for him. Okay. Okay. Your sister's in the hospital. Okay. Just got that message this morning. So pray for. Uh, pray for his sister. Any others? Okay. Oh, my. Pray for a nephew with colon cancer. Remember him. Someone? Yeah. Okay. Amen. Remember that. I believe everybody could hear Brother Mike, so remember that request. Any others? Amen. That's good, Roy. Amen. Yeah, man. Thank the Lord. Amen. What's a good testimony, Brother Roy? Someone else? Remember that. Remember that. Any others? If not, Brother Bill, we're going to ask you to lead us in prayer. Brother Ray.
Let's continue to pray this morning. Everybody mind the Lord. Uh, wonder if someone might have a, a song or songs on your heart this morning. You feel like singing? If you do, please come and honor the Lord and follow and just uh, sing what God's give you. Anybody? Okay. That'd be great if she could feel like it. Pray for it when she comes. It sends 
all of those steps with faith and I know that when I close my eyes in death I don't have anything to worry about. Amen. I really don't have anything to worry about as a matter of fact I've got a lot to look forward to. Amen. I love this life I love living here but I've got a lot to look forward to that's better than here and I'm thankful that that all happened because I reached out my hand and trusted in the Lord and he saved my soul. I'm thankful Amen. to be here today thankful for the baptizing. This is the first baptizing we've had in 2020. And normally, you know, we have baptizings quite often, but I'm thankful for the ones that got baptized today. Amen. It was such a sweet blessing. I had a God pray with the girls before they got baptized, and yeah. the Lord moved back in the baptismal Amen. room, and I'm just thankful for every, everything he's done in my life, Terry. I'm so thankful Amen. for the Lord. Thank the Lord for Linda and thank the Lord for that good song. Glad of God's amazing grace. I'm glad that he gives us a, the Bible said he hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. That's man, woman. That's, he gives us faith. It's up to us to use it. Now, anyone else have a song on your heart? If you do, follow the Lord. Let's pray. Pray for Sean. Appreciate it. Heart was beating out of my chest, so I know I had to at least try to do something. Um, what's been on my mind is exactly what Linda said. Uh, um, there's some things that uh, that's going to happen that uh, 
the world don't like to hear. Um, when you leave out of this world, you're only going to go one of two places, Amen. and that's heaven and hell. And that's right. if anybody tells you any different, they're lying to you. But um, right. just pray for me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll try to sing this song. <clears throat> when the melody's been written, and the words have all been penned, and you've heard the Spirit calling through some old sacred hymn. In the valley of decision, tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices. Eternity has to this world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads And the Savior's calling you This life has many choices Eternity has two The straight and narrow way leads to life the broad way down below What would it profit To gain the world And lose your very soul Tomorrow is uncertain Our days on earth are few this life has many choices, yeah. eternity has two. Amen. Well, that's good singing. Thank the Lord. Anybody else have a song on your heart? Well, I appreciate these good songs. It's following. If not, just pray real hard. Uh, I like to look in the scripture. And I like to look to uh, the book of Acts, chapter 1. I want you to pray real, real earnestly. I just feel such a need here today. And I feel such a presence of God. And God can take care of every need. We just need to follow it. I like to start reading in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 1, about verse 6. And... Uh, This was after the Lord had been crucified and resurrected and walked with his disciples. And uh, even though they were close to him and they loved him, and there were things they didn't understand. And uh, they were puzzled about some things and bewildered sometimes. And uh, here in verse 6 says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, the disciples asked of the Lord, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Uh, you know, they, they knew he'd been crucified and he'd got up from the dead and he had all power. And so they were looking at things kind of in a natural sense. Uh, they were saying, Lord, are you going to, uh, put the Romans out of business and, 
and uh, they've got a hold on Israel and politically they're controlling us and ruling us. Are you going to take that away and restore the kingdom of Israel? But let's go on down here. And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. Now listen to this. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and into the utmost parts of the earth. Started at home and it spread way out uh, to cover the whole earth. So what, what he's telling them, then go, let's go on. And when he had spoken these things, which uh, while they beheld, he was taken up. So, so he told them that, you're going to be witnesses to me. And they were looking at him and he ascended up. He said he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, Two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into the heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. And so that's what uh, I want to use the subject today. Uh, where shall I, or you could say where shall we, you can make it singular or plural. Where shall I or we go from here? Now you picture these uh, disciples and all they'd been through and all they'd seen and uh, they may have felt like, I'm not sure if they felt this way, if they felt this way they were wrong. They may have felt like the Lord had kind of let them down because uh, here he was with them and he was crucified and he was back with them and he told them there's going to be witnesses to him uh, starting at home and all over the world. And then he just ascended up uh, out of their sight. Now, I don't know if they felt like he let them down or not, but I do know they were astonished. They, they were bewildered. They were, you just think about it. They're just a crowd of them. They stand there just gazing up into heaven. Uh, sometimes in life, uh, there's things that happen and take place I don't understand. Uh, it bewilders me a little bit. But I'm telling you what, God's got the answer. Uh, where shall we go from here? Well, now, uh, these fellows, uh, they, may have, they may have felt like uh, quitting and going home. But praise God, they didn't quit and go home. Uh, wasn't too long after this uh, day of Pentecost come. Uh, boy, I'm glad uh, they'd gathered together there on the day of Pentecost. And uh, you know what happened on the day of Pentecost? There was about uh, 3,000 souls got saved that day. Uh, I'm telling you, even you know, when things are happening, we don't understand it. Uh, compared to some of these things, uh, maybe the coronavirus is just a little something, but sometimes it kind of seems overwhelming. Uh, but what, uh, what we don't understand, uh, we can just put in the Lord's hand and keep on keeping on. Where shall we go from here? We need uh, to do like they did, even if we're bewildered, and, uh, even if uh, we're uh, feeling kind of strange. Why, uh, we need to uh, just stay with the Lord. Uh, I, want, I got a few uh, illustrations through the Bible God's laid on my heart about different situations uh, that people might have felt like quitting, but I'm glad they didn't. We go back here into the book of 2 Samuel, about the 12th chapter. Uh, David, uh, he had a little child that was real sick. And I'm, I'm telling you, uh, he fasted and he prayed and that little child was sick. And uh, One day uh, he saw his uh, servants kind of whispering and, and talking about it. Uh, Bill, uh, he realized uh, my, my little child is gone, it's died. Uh, well, uh, he uh, got up and uh, he washed himself and uh, anointed himself with oil. Uh, he ate him something. He went about doing some things. His uh, servants were astonished. I'm telling you, sometimes in life, uh, grief takes place. Uh, we have people that get sick. We have people that dies. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what, uh, that's no uh, reason to stop following the Lord. 
uh, when, uh, when uh, this little child had died and they asked David about it and he said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether God will be uh, gracious to me that the child may live? But now he's dead. Wherefore shall I fast? Can I bring him uh, back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not uh, come uh, back to me. And David comforted uh, Bathsheba, his wife, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, uh, life uh, has some grief in it sometimes, uh, but uh, where shall we go from here? Uh, whatever uh, depths of despair that you get in, uh, lean on the Lord and uh, keep on keeping on uh, because uh, God knows what we need. Now, uh, let me uh, continue to talk about David for a little bit. Uh, hey, the Bible said he was a man after God's own heart, uh, but I, I want to preach to you today, uh, David done some bad things. Uh, he was a sinful fellow. Well, now, wait a minute, preacher. He was a man after God's own heart, but he done some sinful things. Yeah, he made some bad choices. Uh, he sinned and he got in big trouble. And uh, what did he do after he got in trouble? Uh, well, I want to uh, read some scripture out of the 51st Psalm to you. Uh, David uh, came to a place uh, finally that he repented. And here's talking about somebody's repentance. He, he said in the first verse in Psalm 51, have mercy on me, O God. Oh, verse 3 said this. Uh, he said, uh, For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Uh, folks, uh, listen. Uh, you can be saved by God's grace and make bad choices. Uh, you can get out of fellowship with God. Uh, I, I've been there. Since I've been saved, I've been out of fellowship with God. Uh, you preacher? Uh, yeah, I sure have. Uh, uh, but I'm telling you, uh, the God that I serve, uh, can he still love me? Uh, he still reached out to me with his Holy Spirit. Uh, he uh, still uh, was calling to me uh, to come home and get in. Well, the psalmist said, uh, again, in verse three, for I acknowledge my transgression, my sin is ever before me. Where shall I or where shall we go from here? If you're a saved person and you find yourself uh, in a spot where you sinned against God, uh, you need to repent and get in. Uh, let, let me tell you this, uh, where shall we go from here? Life is full of excuses. I, I talk to people and have known people and talked to people uh, all my life and for years and years. Uh, Save people. Uh, that they're, uh, tell me uh, they're going to get in church and serve the Lord. Uh, but years and years pass by and uh, they've always got an excuse uh, why I can't do it now. Uh, I, I, I've been hurt by this person. Uh, I've been hurt by that person. Uh, let, me, let me go over and go back to the Sunday school lesson uh, and then I'll come back to David again. Brother Carl, pray for me this morning. There's a great need here. Brother Carl taught in Sunday school about a man named Joseph, a young man, a great man, but his brothers turned on him. They sold him into bondage. He went down into Egypt. After he got down into Egypt, he was a servant of a man named Potiphar. Uh, Potiphar's wife, uh, uh, she uh, wanted uh, Joseph uh, and uh, she tried to seduce him and, and he said no and, and he ran away but she told a lie on him and he got put in prison. He spent years in prison. Boy, you talk about a downtime. Uh, where shall uh, I go from here? I wonder what Joseph thought about when he was down there in prison, Billy Ray. Uh, he might have thought, well, I've done the best I can 
My brothers turned on me and I was serving Potiphar. His wife lied on me. I never did anything to her. Why would she do me that way? And now I'm down here in the prison house. Boy, I'm telling you what, sometimes I hear it from people sometimes. This just isn't fair. Life isn't fair. I'm telling you what, life may not be fair, but God is more than fair. God is so much more than fair that he gave us only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life well listen uh, Joseph, uh, God uh, finally elevated him till he was actually uh, running the country down there he was second in command down in the land of Egypt and his brothers come on the scene because there was a famine. Uh, I'll make this real short. Uh, Brother Carl taught it real good in Sunday school. They came down to buy food. And in due time, uh, uh, Joseph revealed himself to his brothers. Uh, he wept. And even though they treated him bad, he loved them so good. He wept. Uh, and he made a way uh, for his brothers and his uh, whole family uh, to come back down there to Egypt uh, where they could be well taken care of. Where shall we go from here? Uh, if somebody's done you wrong, uh, forgive them and go on. Uh, don't let things like that uh, hinder you from serving God. Now let me take my time here a little bit and let me go back uh, here into the 51st Psalm again. The psalmist had done wrong and he said down here, uh, he said verse seven down here in the 51st Psalm, he said, purge me with hyssop. Hyssop was a plant I used to clean things with. And he said, purge me with hyssop. He was being uh, symbolic. He said, and I shall be clean. He said, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Uh, David was already God's man. He was already born again. But his life had gotten dirty. Listen to what he says down here. Uh, what he says. He said, create in me a clean heart. Uh, your heart and your soul is different. Uh, when I got saved, God uh, purified my soul. Uh, and he gave, me a, he gave me a clean heart. Uh, but it's up to me to take care of my heart. It's up to me uh, to either turn my heart toward God or turn my heart toward the world. Since I've been saved, there have been some times uh, and my heart's got dirty. I, I, I've looked the wrong direction, went after the wrong thing. But David said uh, to God here, he said, now listen to this again. Uh, Created me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a right spirit in me. I'm telling you what, if you're here today and you've been saved by God's grace, uh, listen, uh, if things is not going good and you're kind of uh, in a spot and you say, well, uh, I, just can't, uh, I just can't do any better. Uh, the old devil will tell you that. I've talked to people uh, all my life uh, since I've been a Christian, especially since I've been a pastor. They say, I used to serve God, but I can't do it anymore. Uh, listen, if you're saved by the grace of God, uh, you can live for Jesus because the Bible said he that's within you is greater than he that's within the world. Where shall I go from here? I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, repent like David did. Uh, put your trust in Jesus and go down the road for the Lord. You can do it. Uh, but listen, if you uh, keep putting it off and keep using excuses, uh, you'll never do it. And I've talked to people and I've shared this before. I talked to one lady and I'd visit her a lot. She was a sweet person. I liked her, good personality. But she wouldn't get in church and live for the Lord. And she said, I need to. She said, I need to get in because I got family that's lost. I need to uh, because she even had a husband that she thought was lost. I'm not sure he was, but she thought he was. Uh, but time went by and she was planning on getting in church. She was planning on doing what she's supposed to. Uh, but there came a time and she got real sick. 
And I visited her in the hospital one day, and, and I, maybe about three or four o'clock in the afternoon. And if I come home, God put me on her, uh, on her heart again, put me, uh, I had her on my heart. I told Linda, it's about eight o'clock, I said, I've got to go back to the hospital. She said, why? I said, go and visit so-and-so. She said, I'll go with you. Well, we went in the room, and she started crying. She said, I've been praying that you'd come back because she said, I'm getting ready to die. So God showed me I'm getting ready to die and I want you to tell my family something. Tell them I really am saved. Said, I've not showed them, but said, I know I am. She told me and lent her experience and I felt the Lord in it. I had no doubt she was saved. I didn't know till right then, uh, but she said, tell my family. When I preached her funeral, I told that. Her husband told me later, he said, I'm glad you told that. I said, I didn't know if she was going to go to heaven or not, but now I believe she will because what God gave her to tell you and you told it in the funeral. Listen, what a pity it is to wait that long. I'm glad she told me and I could preach it, but we need to live for God as our life's going by. We, we have a day when, when, when our life is going along, we have it day by day. And so the psalmist said down here, let me go on down a little bit more. He said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy uh, free spirit. Uh, listen to that. Let me, let me get that real again. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. When I got saved, I got the joy of salvation. Well, preacher, when you sinned, did you lose your salvation? No, I didn't lose my salvation, but I lost the joy of it. I couldn't rejoice in it. Even when I was out of fellowship, I, I'd try to pray. I, I was interested in people doing good. Uh, but I just didn't have power with God. But I was like David when I repented, when I came to a place and God blessed me and I was able to really get in. Boy, when, when I came to an altar, I'll tell my experience again. I've told it many times. When I was out of fellowship with God and Siegel Newport was a pastor and God spoke to me. I was sitting toward the back of the church house one day and I hadn't planned on moving. I, I thought, well, it's not for me. I, I've already messed up. I can't do this. I'm just forget it. But still, I'd come to church and God's Holy Spirit spoke to me. God began to stir my heart and God began to tell me to repent. He said, you can feel that joy again if you repent. And so I, I said, God, help me. And I will. And I got up and I walked down the aisle and I prayed. I got up from the altar and uh, Siegel said, how you feel? I said, I feel better. But I said, don't feel like I want to. Brother Siegel grinned. You know, had that big grin, that gold tooth shine. He hugged me and grinned at me. He said, son... He said, you've made a good step in the right direction. He said, but I'll tell you what you need to do. He said, you need to tell the church where you're at. He said, you need to tell the church what's happened in your life. He said, and once you start doing that with God's help, he said, I think you'll get that feeling back that you had. Well, once I started telling my experience, I began to feel heaven move my soul. I felt like shouting. I don't guess I did shout, but I, I was shouting on the inside. I felt the Lord moving. Boy, I'm telling you what, where shall we go from here? It's time to get in. It's time to do something. Uh, time is getting by fast. Uh, uh, let me uh, move on uh, to another place. Got some other things I want to share with you a little bit. And if I can find my spot here, got a place marked. I want to get to it and, and uh, tell you another thing or two that's in the scripture. It's really on my heart. Uh, when we get back to this, uh, well, I'll just tell you about it. Uh, there was a man named Philip. And, uh, he was uh, down in Samaria and he was in revival. And God uh, told Philip, said, Philip, said, I want you to leave where you're at and I want you to go down into the desert toward Gaza. Well, that must have seemed a little bit odd to Philip because he'd been in revival. God was sending him into a desert country. Boy, I'm telling you, everything God gives you to do has got a reason for it. There's a purpose for everybody being here today to share. And so, but Philip obeyed the Lord. 
And he went down there uh, into the desert country. And he, he saw a chariot down there. There was an Ethiopian eunuch uh, riding that chariot down there. He'd been down to Jerusalem to worship. Uh, he'd been trying to worship. He was a religious person, uh, but he didn't know how to worship. He didn't know the Lord. And he, he was riding along in his chariot. He was reading from the 53rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. Uh, that's a prophecy about the Lord coming. And so Philip went up there and attached himself to the chariot. And he asked the man, said, sir, said, do you understand what you're reading? Well, the man said, how can I accept some man guide me? He said, was this prophet, was he uh, talking about himself or was he talking about somebody else? Boy, I like this. Uh, Philip uh, began at the same scripture. God let him use that same script the Ethiopian eunuch was, uh, was reading from and he preached him Jesus. He preached him Jesus. And boy, I, I praised God and they came to a place where water was at and that man got happy. That man didn't know what the scripture was talking about. He found out and he got happy. He said, what hinders me from getting baptized? Philip said, uh, if you believe in the Lord with all your heart, uh, you can get baptized. Boy, that's what these folks did today. They believed in the Lord with all their heart. They got saved and now we've baptized them. You know what that man said? He said, I believe that Jesus is the Christ. Uh, he's the son of the living God. Where shall we go from here? Uh, here, let me sum it up. If you're not saved, uh, where do you need to go? You need to go to an all repentance and get saved. If you are saved, instead of making excuses and putting it all and saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, you need to say, by the grace of God, I can. And do what God wants you to do and get in. Get saved. And if you're already saved, Mind the Lord and repent and get in. And, and if you're saved, and uh, we, I think we've got some people, I know we've got some folks that's still planning on getting baptized, but we might have some that's never even joined for baptism. Uh, get your song ready. Uh, we might have some that needs to join the church. Where shall I go from here? I'm going to tell you what. We need to go down the road that God wants us on. I beg every day, while we stand and while we sing, I would like to ask you that are here today, be honest with your own hearts. There's a reason you're here. There's a purpose you're here. Don't turn it away or pass it by. If you're lost need to get saved, or if you're saved and you need to repent and get in, I'm gonna beg you while we sing and while the church prays, I'm gonna beg you to step out and come down the altar. Let's pray together this morning. Let's pray together this morning. Let's let God have his way in our life. Boy, we got a good crowd, got a good spirit, got a good opportunity. Are you willing to trust God? Where shall we go from here? Where shall we go from here? If you're going to keep going down the same sad road, John, why would you do that? Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. Your life soon going to be gone. Your life is soon going to be gone. Please obey the Lord. Please come. Somebody needs to come today. Somebody needs to come. say just a word or two and then we'll ask them to sing again. Listen to me today. And this is just, a, this is just an old saying. Uh, but I, I feel like using it and sharing it. It's not in the Bible. 
But I want you to listen to this. If you want to change in your life and you keep doing all the same things that you've been doing, if you keep doing all the same things that you've been doing and you're expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. That might be kind of a rude way to put it. But if you're sad-hearted and your life's not where it should be and you're going down the road of life and you just keep uh, doing the same old thing, making the same old decisions, and you want life to get better, but you're not willing to step out uh, by faith and trust the Lord, uh, why do you think things is going to get different? Why do you think it's going to get better? God is able to make it better. He's able to change it. He's able to do things, and he will. But uh, he wants you to respond by faith. It's time to move this morning. If you want the goodness of God uh, to uh, flower in your life, and you want your life to bloom with joy, uh, trust God. You say, I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can handle it. I want to tell you something. I can't handle living for the Lord. By myself. If I, Roy, if I had to try to live for God by myself, I wouldn't make it through the day. But by the grace of God, boy, I praise God. Boy, I appreciate you young people. It blessed me seeing you get up. And I'm looking forward to hearing you sing. And I'm, I'm going to come to a point and let you sing in a minute. But I appreciate you all so much. Oh, I, I sometimes when I look at these young people, Missy, imagination of my mind I just picture all the good blessings and things that got in favor of them as they go down the road of life but listen folks time's getting by fast it's running out now uh, you don't have to join this church sure don't you don't have to make a commitment to me not at all but if you're here today and God's working in your heart and mind and you need to do something, he's wanting you to come pray, you need to come and talk it over with Jesus. We're not trying to twist your arm. But how, listen, let me, let me talk to us that are saved. Go back with me for just a minute. If you've been saved, if you've really been saved, you've got a time and a place. Well, I remember when I was 12 years old, God spoke to me and I got saved. I'll be real honest with you. My, my memories are getting a little fuzzy sometimes. It's, I, I, got, I joked the other day, somebody said, boy, you got a good memory. And I said, yeah, but she's not with me all the time. Uh, she helps me remember things. And she's, she's kind of discreet about it. If somebody asks me something I can't remember, she'll whisper it so they don't know she told me. My memory's getting fuzzy during our, but it's not fuzzy. When I think about going to that altar when I was a boy, and I prayed and God saved my soul. If God's good enough, Linda, to do that for me, and he's uh, kind enough and blessed enough to do that for me, I ought to be willing to trust him, uh, to follow him today. Sing when you get ready. I'm Terry. So, i got to say something. I'd like following. to share my testimony. We were standing up here at Seagate, and uh, I was 11 years old. And yeah. I just knew right away the Lord started doing it. Right. Yeah. I started crying and I looked up at my mom and she knew right away too and I went down and prayed and I really struggled with it because yeah. I'm an overthinker and I just I was like I'm not sure I'm not sure Help. but then I got to a point I was sure Hey man and if you need to move today please just 
Amen. Boy, that's a powerful testimony. If you're, if you're in a spot where, you, where she was talking, if you're here, you think maybe, but you're not sure. Come, let's pray about it. God's able to make you sure like he did her. Somebody needs to move today. Why would we resist God when he's been so good to us and he, he's powerful, he's able to save our soul? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust God to save my soul. Couldn't help me live a life for him. But he saved me and I trust him and he's helping me. I'm not perfect, but I'm on the journey. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Amen. Come, let's just bow and pray. You don't have to make a speech. But if you want to pray, would you honor God enough to be willing if he's working around your heart and you feel, would you just honor God enough to come and pray? When you get through, if you want to go back to your seat, that's up to you. Obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Come. Please come. Please come. You know, the devil's not big enough to keep you from coming. Who can keep me from coming? Just you. You're the only one that can tell yourself not to come. Where shall I go from here? Let me tell you this. Every time I've told God no, where have I gone from there? Downhill. When I'm expecting things to get better and things to get brighter, and I tell God no, things get worse and they get dark. If you want the blessing and the goodness of God, obey God, honor God, respect God. Amen. Our pastor to lead Bless our Lord. us, the altar to pray. Come on. Stripes that can heal. Amen. And blood that can Do you want God to help you? I Obey. Do you want God to help your people? Obey. So it's not just about us. We have to get in the right spot to help others. But it's more than just us. We can have an impact on other people, but we gotta come God's way. Somebody needs to come. Hey! 
tonight. Thank the Lord. We pray for Lexi and Andrew. And while we're praying for them, still plenty of room to pray with you. Boy, praise God. Mind the Lord. Follow Him. Mind the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, I appreciate these that's come. And I'm, I'm so thankful, so burdened for them. But I've got other burdens in the house. You can come too. Please mind the Lord. Boy, y'all sang wonderful. God's here. I can feel him. How you feel, sister? I feel so much better. Thank you. I mean, what do you need to do? I need to join the church. Say what's on your heart. I've put this off for so long, and I'm, I want to apologize, but I was saved as a little girl, and I've always known I've been saved, but I just couldn't get up and tell anybody. So. Hey, man, come on. When 2020 came and it took this all away, I just realized how much more important it yeah. was to be here. And hey, I'm, man. I'm so thankful, and I'm ready to join the church and be baptized. Hey, man. Boy, can we have some applause for that? My prayer burns. I've, I've been praying for that regular. Yeah. I thank the Lord for you. I love you and your family. Can I hear a move with receivers? Can they? For baptism. Got a move in a second right there. Everybody in favor, raise your hand. Amen. And so, you know how we've been doing. They're going to shake hands with that applause. We thank, we, we're glad and thank God for it. But now, we need another song because we got some more people. We've got somebody else coming here who wants to hug you. There's other folks need to come. Maybe you're here and you've been saved and you just haven't told it and haven't gotten baptized. See, Jesus was a son of God. He didn't get baptized to make him a son of God. He already was. But he did that for an example for you and I to follow. It represents uh, an experience in our life. See, I got saved. I was already saved before I got baptized. But when I got baptized, it illustrated the experience that I'd had. It was like a testimony that people could see. And it helped me and it enriched my life and it helped me on my journey. Now, I expect there's other people here that need to join church this morning. I expect there's people here that's lost and need to get saved. And I expect there's people here that's saved that needs to really get in. Whatever you need to do, God will help you do it. Boy, that was, that was powerful. That move just blessed my soul and run my cup over. Would you just obey the Lord? Just obey the Lord while they sing. As I look back Where are you going to go from here? Where are you going from here? If you disobey God, where you going is downhill. And all I can say That's just on the way of it. God is still good. I didn't fix it that way. But God did. It makes sense. God can take you up the mountain. But if you won't travel with Him, you're going in the valley, in the pit. Would you like to go up the mountain? Where are you going from here? Would you like to travel on the mountain? You can. Obey the Lord.
disappointments or confusion or grief or, or something somebody's done to you. Remember, Joseph brothers, that's about as bad as you've been treated. But he still went on for Jesus. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Where are you going from here? Where shall I go from here? Where shall we go from here? You're going to apply that individually or as a group? It depends on our obedience to God. We just... Let me make, let me make this invitation. If you're not where you need to be with God and you'd like for God to help you, would you just do this much? Just step out where you're at come and pray. And when you get up, feel free. Just go back to your seat. I won't try to, I won't try to twist the testimony out of you. But are you interested in God's help? If you just feel anything at all, are you interested in God's help? Or are you just saying to God, I don't need you and I don't want you. Get away from me. Leave me alone. I've known people that said they told God that and God did that. Well, I, I don't want God to leave me alone. I don't want him to quit bothering with me. Heaven forbid. I will be dead. Obey the Lord. Amen. See, we might have clouds of doubt. Listen. Please come. I'm going to make one more invitation God's put on the heart. If you're here for whatever reason that you decided not to come and pray, would you just come and shake hands with me, turn and go back to your seat, saying by that action, I'm not where I need to be, I need God's help, I need your prayer. Well, that's not asking much, is it? That's about as simple as it gets. About as simple as it gets. Sure is. So somebody else needs to follow that uh, request. Boy, that, I'm telling you what, that move right there stirred my heart. God was in that. Let's just really remember the sister that come. Let's really pray for her. And uh, that's, uh, I was already able to, but that stirred my prayer burden and magnified it and blessed me. It's good to have a good burden. So while they sing this next song, if you're here and you just need the prayers of God's children and the help of God. Would you just come and give your hand? That's, ain't nothing wrong with that. Just come and give your hand. Do you want God's help? Do you want God's people to pray? And that's, that's a pretty simple way to request it. Please obey the Lord.
Please obey the Lord. I believe some more here needs to come. I really feel like God gave me the permission to ask for this song. Please obey the Lord. Just come. Give your hand. If you want to go back to your seat, you can. Of course, if you want to stay, you can. I don't try to persuade you. Come, come, come. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Anything else before we have the announcements? Everybody just be seated if you want to. I will share this with you uh, so I don't forget it. Uh, we had our association meeting yesterday up at Pleasant View uh, Missionary Baptist Church where Denny Hunter is the pastor. And uh, boy, we had a good meeting up there. And we had a new church join our association. It was uh, Lighthouse Missionary Baptist Church. And uh, where Brother Chris Page is, pastor, that's just across town. And so, boy, we're glad to have them. And so remember that, and I'll turn over to Blaine and uh, these for the announcements. Olivia and Logan's wedding shower, October the 10th, 1 to 5 p.m. Uh, due to COVID, this is going to be an open house. Uh, come and go as you please. Uh, they are registered at Bed Bath and Beyond and Amazon. 
And uh, so the address is 5345 Mirror Lake Drive, and uh, we'll announce that again, and then we'll get that on the board. Uh, I know that uh, CJ has an announcement, uh, but I've got one more announcement. Uh, Don, would you stand up? Would you take your mask off? What's going on today, Don? Lois's birthday. Let's have a round of applause for Lois Greenwich's birthday today. Now, the reason I did it that way was because Don told me Lois was going to be mad, but he wanted me to do that anyway. So I figured I'd let her get mad at Don and not mad at me for making that announcement. So I helped you all I could, Don. Absolutely. Roy and Jeannie Lau, 67th wedding, 62nd wedding anniversary. That's great. Congratulations, guys. That's fantastic. I'll turn over to CJ for the youth announcements. We're going to be having youth group today after church. Um, we'll ask that, um, and this is for all ages, um, we'll meet out in the fellowship hall, and we're going to change clothes, and then we're going to head um, right outside then directly after that. Um, we're going to be following the back-to-school protocols, so please bring your mask. Um, you'll need a couple um, pairs of clothes because we're going to be having lots of fun. And also remember to bring your socks, too. Those are very vital for today's lesson. Um, and then pick up for everybody is at 3. Um, we're going to be serving pizza and pre-bagged items. Um, please stay, even if you don't like the menu options, please stay. Um, it's just for a few hours. Pick up is at 3. Um, and just please pray for us that we can just have a great day. Thank you. I, I just wanted to announce the, the posters that are alongside the driveway. Um, I made a short video and put that on Lima's webpage too, but um, if your poster's out there or if your child's poster or grandchildren, you're welcome to take them today. Today's going to be the last day that we're going to have them up, but that was all of our graduates from college and high school this, this 2020. Since we did, couldn't have graduations, that's kind of our way of just saying our appreciation to yes, them. So. Thank you. Thank all of them. I appreciate all the announcements and all the announcers. Anyone else have anything to say before we come to close? Remember service time tonight at 6 o'clock? Everybody come can. Uh, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock and uh, uh, come then. And, and, of course, I think everybody knows now that we've started back having Sunday school. And, well, I've enjoyed it these last few weeks. Uh, come Sunday school at 10 o'clock if you can. Worship service at 11, of course. And thank you. we got a great crowd today. got quite a few visitors, and we're just proud and thankful and just blesses our heart. Now, we'll remind you, once we've dismissed, just stay at your seat. And our ushers will come from the back, row by row. They'll release the congregation a row at a time from the back so that we don't have a crowd uh, in the aisle or in the foyer. And when you get to the back, you can just uh, go on out and uh, visit outside. And that gives more room and more social distance, makes it a little safer. And so if nothing else, we'll ask everybody to stand for just a moment while we pray. And we'll ask Brother Terry if he'll pray dismissal. Amen. 
And so you can stand or be seated. Just wait for the ushers to release you.